heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. Find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on the Twitters at IC Sativa Pod and on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. We're going to try to set up a Mastodon at some point, but uh, again, I'm, I'm between commuting two hours a day for work, going to work, you know, making dinner, you know, decompressing out of, after a brutal commute. Like, I just, I love making these episodes. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I, I I love being your 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 passionate warrior for freeing the plant, but yeah, I mean, life has gotten in the way. Like I've like I've been saying in the last couple of weeks, so I'm 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 really sorry for the lower frequency of episodes. But no, I haven't I haven't lost passion or taste for doing this. I've just been really really, you know, busy and tired. You know, I'm, and weekends when I'm supposed to film for you guys, I just like I just I. I I, I crash like a rock on weekends and sleep for a lot of it. But um, that's not why we're here right now. We're going to talk about something that I, I admire and something great that the people of Thailand are doing, the cannabis users of Thailand. I think the people in, in, the, in the West, particularly in the 21 or so legal states we have, as well as you know, Canada, as well as the West as a whole, you know, Europe, some countries in Europe are doing this or have. I think Luxembourg has, Luxembourg has already done it, I believe. And Germany is gearing up to do it. Um, I think there's another country that, that has it legal. And even in, even in, I believe, and there's a country in South America that has illegal drugs. I believe it's either Paraguay or Uruguay. All, all, all these legal states and countries need to follow the example of the Thai, Thai people right now because complacency kills our movement. It does. Um, but yeah, let's read about this and I'll explain more as to why I like what's happening right now. So this is from Seattle, the Seattle times Thai marijuana boosters rally to keep drug to criminalize. This is ding, ding, ding. Even when you, even when it is legal where you live, you can't stop advocating for the plan. You can't just go to your, to your stores, grow your own and be like, Oh, I've done my job. The majority of society still isn't on, on, on board with, with, with with, with the plant and the people that love the plant. You've had at least, you had close to 100 years of global propaganda against the plant. Most of your elders have gotten that same propaganda and a lot of them still have a lot of power. And you still have a lot of 40 and 50 somethings that are, that are uptight about the thing and they have political power too. You still have 40 some 50 some 60, 60s, especially, especially boomers and up that hate the plant, hate the people that use it. And want to look for any little window or any little pocket they can use to, to remove our excess to the plant. This is globally. Glo decades of global propaganda are going to do that. And we're not going to get to total tolerance of the plant in just 10 or so years. We're not going to... So propaganda that, that, that happened for decades is not going to be undone with just 10 years of legalization. It's just, it's just not going to happen. You're going to we're going to continue being on their necks. We're going to continue paying attention to these politicians that hate the plant, that hate the people that use it, 
And we're gonna have to smoke these anti-cannabis lawmakers for good if we find out that that's what they are. And we have to, we have to, we have to make these people fear us politically. They have to know that they're going to be on the unemployment line, you know, and they're going to be, you know, sitting sitting at home without money if they go against us. They they have to know that because if if we fall asleep, you know, your your lawmakers can roll these things back. So again, let's let's keep. Let's keep reading the article. So this is from Chaldea, Chaldea, Chaldea. I'm not even going to attempt to read the last name because I'm going to butcher the heck out of it. All right. So Bangkok, wearing T-shirts and and blows and, bla- and blazoned, excuse me, and blazoned with marijuana motifs and handing out samples around 200 backers of Thailand's liberalized marijuana regulation. Pretty good turnout for a for a protest of, of Thailand's liberalized marijuana regulations. Rallied Tuesday at the government house in Bangkok to protest the possible rollback of the drug's recent decriminalization. Marijuana for medical purposes was made legal in June, but the absence of a special law specifying the conditions for its cultivation and sale allowed the growth of a recreational marijuana industry. The demonstrators don't want the rules that would restore tight restrictions on the drugs. Exactly, you got to do that. And I'm going to jump gears a little bit here. Um, so remember, in remember summer of 2021, where um, the governor of the first state, or one of the leaders of the first states to legalize marijuana in in, in America, Colorado, current governor right now, Jared Polis. So, signed restrictions that his state legislature and again to my knowledge their state legislature is controlled by democrats so it's not oh it's not a bunch of conservatives sent a bill to the democratic governor and then he signed it no you had people you have people you have anti-cannabis people within the democratic party and state governments that still have a lot of power so he rolled back he rolled back cannabis um he rolled back a lot of the cannabis laws um, I'm just, I'm just going to give the highlights of this. So this was HB 1317, and um, they did a lot of catastrophic um, restrictions. So the final version of the legislation um, would require doctors of recommending medical marijuana for 18 to 20-year-olds to do it. So in an in-person appointment, so you're infantizing people under 21. You're infantizing people that can go to war and sign legal contracts. You're restricting their ability to get medicine. And again, it's because the grassroots in Colorado fall asleep and allow this to happen. So that's one restriction. So the final version of the legislation would require doctors recommending medical marijuana for 18 to 20-year-olds to do so through an in-person appointment. Doctors recommending marijuana for 18 to 20 year olds would need to review patients' mental health history along with their medical history, excuse me, which is already required before recommending the substance. Those provisions would not apply to people who already had their medical card prior to turning 18. A change from the original ber- version of, of HB 1317. The bill would require all physician authorizations for medical marijuana to a- include the maximum THC potency level, daily quantity, and directions for use. All right. The postmortem testing provision already in the bill prior to the amendment directs the working group to study methods to test for tetrahydrocannabidiol, THC, which is the cannabis molecule that creates a high. 
This includes identifying the presence and quantity of THC in a person's system and how long ago a person consumed THC. HB 1317 directs the Colorado coroner to complete toxicology screening. So again, that's further similar. Oh, oh, this person had marijuana in their symptoms. Did they use weed to commit self-deletion? Like, the, the grassroots in Colorado fell asleep and allowed this abomination of a law to pass. Because people, like, oh, well, we already voted for legalization, so we don't got to do anything. Well, it turns out you do. It turns out you can't fall, you can't fall asleep even after you get what you want. Because it, you still have your politicians that are looking to, 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 to do restrictions. All right. So let me, I don't know if I covered all the restrictions here. So, so they, so they did, and like the biggest and one of the most signature things of the restrictions was restricting concentrates, um, was putting restrictions, reducing the use of high potency products by young people. So they made it so if you're under 21, you can't even get concentrate, even if you need it for medical purposes. Even you don't want a card and you want to get it on the adult use market. So this is what this is why why you have to be like the Thai people. You have to continue protesting in support of the plant, even after it's legal. Because your politicians that have been groomed over the decades to hate the plant and hate the people, they still have a lot of power and they're still gonna use that power whenever possible to infringe on on, on us plant users. You can't fall asleep. Marijuana for medical purposes was made legal in June, but the absence of a special law specifying conditions for its cultivation and sale allowed the growth of recreational marijuana industry. The demonstrators don't want the rules that would restore tight restrictions to the drug. Sale and use of marijuana, generally called cannabis in Thailand, were effectively decriminalized when a public health ministry dropped it from its list of what it deems narcotic drugs. The move was a key policy of public health minister and Newton Charnip. Charn Vicknul, again, I'm probably butchering that, who foresaw, I'm just going to call him a tune-in going forward, who, who foresaw huge economic potential on the medical marijuana market. It could particularly benefit farmers who make up a major part of the constituency of Antunin Thai party, but no special regulation there's no special regulatory legislation has been passed so far. Cannabis shops have sprung up in many Bangkok neighborhoods, along with mobile dispensaries and street stalls, even though police warned that consumption would only be allowed in private and sales would not be allowed to youths or near, near schools. The open sales have, have upset many conservatives, leading to a call for marijuana, or at least the psychoactive pants used to get high to be put back on the narcotics list. Tuesday's rally brought together cannabis farmers and shop owners who stand to lose out financially, as well as smokers who want to enjoy marijuana without the harassment. They gathered near the government house because the National Narcotics Control Board was meeting there to consider the situation. Quote, we want to ensure that these politicians are not trying to put cannabis on the narcotics list again. And if that happens, our fight for years will mean nothing. Says Akron, Akron, Dre, uh, I'm going to butcher that last name, so I'm not going to even attempt it here. A coordinator for Cancan, a network of cannabis decriminalization supporters, told the Associated Press, 
A proposed cannabis act to implement Antunin's decriminalization policy is introduced in Parliament on Wednesday, but it may take several weeks to come to a vote. It is possible it will not pass because the opposition parties, joined by the Democrat Party, a member of the co of the governing coalition, argues that cannabis should be strictly controlled as a narcotic drug until a law with adequate regulations is in place. Earlier this month, in a move to ease the pressure to roll back de deregulation, the Public Health Ministry announced a new ministerial rule that, I mean, to more strictly control the promotion and sale of marijuana buds. However, it has not yet come into effect. Separately, the Administrative Court on Monday accepted a lawsuit filed by a doctor, an opposition lawmaker, seeking an order to nullify the Ministry of Decriminalization of Marijuana. Antunin and the Narcotics Board are co-defendants. Nanawut, and I'm going to butcher the last name, so I'm not going to even attempt it. A co-plaintiff said it is better to put marijuana on the narcotics list until proper laws are in place. He is a member of the opposition Move Forward Party, which initially supported decriminalization. We know that marijuana has a lot of benefits, so we gave full support to decriminalize it. But we did not expect the Cannabis Act would take this long and that this would cause a lot of negative impacts on society because of no proper laws and regulations. Nunahut said, end of article. All right. So this is why you must continue to protest even if you vote yes on it or even if your country or state legalizes it. Because we've, we, we, we've been groomed globally for decades and America has put pressure on most of the world to, to hate the plant and hate the people that use it. Based on nothing, when you've had, you know, Chinese societies, you've had societies in history that have used it and continued to, to innovate as society, continue to conquer, continue to leave lasting impacts that we still enjoy in, in, in the 21st century. And they were using hemp, they were using marijuana for medicine, you know. Um, but again, just because, again, un taking marijuana off off being restricted is not going to change people's over attitudes overnight or even within a decade because the propaganda has been out for several decades so it's not, it's not going to be undone in a decade so that's why we have to continue to be on these politicians necks and smoke them for good if they're going to be against what the people want but i don't want to ramble on for too long um enough for me um, as always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts. There's iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. Peace out, ciao, and stay Medicaid, my friends.